You've just accessed Shekinah glory, the place where God dwells among His people. Prepare now to receive the Lord as Pastor Rex Ricks connects you to the power of God through the prophetic revelatory preaching and teaching of the Word of the Kingdom of God. Experience the revelation of Jesus Christ on another level from the place where God dwells among His people. Now, hear the Word of the Lord. The God of more than enough. It would be good if I had two people who believed God. <clears throat> and just let me encourage you. Um, you're really doing yourself a great disservice to be in a relationship with God and not take advantage of that relationship. What I mean by that, not do everything uh, that he has put in his word for me to do in order to, to be and become who he has predestined me to be. Uh, or you can say it this way, why be in a relationship with him and you do not trust him? Amen. And, and listen, you serve a God um, who would take your little. <laughs> Watch this. Because you trust him and turn your little into much. Now, what that would do is bring glory and attention to him to be uh, in a position where you know everybody else around you makes more than you uh, with your lack of education or uh, uh, with the increase of education. You know that this increase only came by God. And, and you know what? That would draw attention to him and it will cause men and women to want to know this God that you serve. Genesis chapter 17, beginning at verse 1. We're going to read, um, or let's read our way through verse number 7. Are you ready? Are you ready? When Abram was 99 years old, the Lord appeared to Abram and said to him, I am almighty God. Walk before me and be blameless. Hold on. When he says blameless, he's not saying be perfect or be flawless. In other words, be mature. Be upright. Believe Someone say, believe my promise and trust me. That's what he's saying. Believe my promise and trust me. And I will make my covenant between me and you and will multiply you exceedingly. Someone say, multiply you exceedingly. Then Abram fell on his face and God talked with him saying, as for me, behold, my covenant is with you and you shall be a father of many nations. No longer shall your name be called Abram. But your name shall be called Abraham, for I have made you a father of many nations. I will make you exceedingly fruitful. Now, the moment he said, I'm going to make you a father of many nations, he was talking to those who would come after him. And you are, are you and I, those who are believers, are part of those nations that God was referring to. So when he told Abram, I will make you exceedingly fruitful, he was talking to you, saying, I will make you exceedingly fruitful. And I will make nations of you and kings shall come from you. And I will establish my covenant between me and you and your descendants. See, there it go right there. After you in their generations for an everlasting covenant to be your God and your descendants after you. Will you write, I want you to write this down. Um, again, we're talking about the God of more than enough, and there's a reason why he wants us to have more. 
throughout Christendom, when people begin to get the revelation um, that God wants us to prosper, uh, I think it wasn't taught in a lot of circles in its completion or its totality because people began to acquire things just for self. And no attention was put on God. All the attention was on, look at how many cars I have. Look at how much property I have. Look, look, look at all the money that I have. And no glory was going to God. As a matter of fact, uh, uh, the more people begin to prosper, the, the less they begin to honor God. So uh, no money was coming in, but all the money was going out. But God wants you to be blessed for a reason. Write this down. The blessings of the Lord have specific intendments or purposes. The blessings of the Lord has specific purposes or objectives. There's a reason why he wants me blessed. I want you to write that down because as he increases you, you will know what to do with the money or the possessions. So the blessings of the Lord have specific intendments or purposes or objectives. Now watch this. Write this down. God never blesses me. For self-exaggeration and grandiosity. He doesn't bless me for self-glorification. He never blesses me for me to say, look at me. I'm better than you. Look at all what I have. He blesses me in order to fulfill his predetermined plan. He blesses me in order to fulfill his what? Predetermined plan. So God has a purpose for my increase. Will you say that God has a purpose for my increase. See, I lost half of you in that because we're so consumed with self and I want and I want that we, and, and I'm going to show you in a minute, most have become like the, the, the rich young ruler. And I'll explain that in a minute. But he never blesses us for self-exaggeration and grandiosity. He blesses us for a specific predetermined plan. Verse 1, when Abram was 99 years old, the Lord appeared to Abram and said to him, I am almighty God, circle almighty God. And today I'm just going to lay a foundation and we will build on this over the next few weeks. I am almighty God. Did you circle that? Almighty. Say almighty God. Almighty God. Notice and he said, I will be almighty forever. So here we see one of the redemptive names of God. A redemptive or redeeming is just... Uh, when someone is redeemed, that means they have been released uh, upon receipt of a ransom. And Jesus uh, purchased us with a high price. So anytime you hear like Jehovah Nisi, Jehovah Jireh, Jehovah Shalom, the, those are redeeming names of God. Are you with me? And here, for the first time, God reveals himself as El Shaddai. So that word almighty, it's the Hebrew word El Shaddai. And this is what it denotes. Write this down. This is who God wants to be in your life. <laughs> but watch this. Although he wants to be the God of more than enough, he can't be if you don't believe him. El Shaddai denotes abundant sufficiency. Watch this. Regardless of how helpless the circumstances may be. <laughs> It denotes abundant sufficiency, regardless of how helpless the circumstances may be. Now, I'll, if I were you, I would write that down. Because this goes back to what I said earlier. You can make $3.75 an hour. But if I trust El Shaddai, regardless of how my circumstances look, 
I serve a God who's able to give me exceedingly more. Write this down. Abundant sufficiency, regardless of how helpless your circumstances may be. Now, he's talking to Abraham. He was 99 years old. Well beyond childbearing, if you will, days. So despite how your situation look, if I say something and you believe, I am able to supply regardless how the situation looks. That's why you have to believe God. Don't worry about what man say. What did God say? You hear? And it also has, add this to it, and the capability of making what he just showed us exceedingly fruitful. So it denotes abundant, someone say abundant sufficiency, regardless of how helpless the circumstances may be. <laughs> it's not your job, sir. It's not your job, ma'am. It's not your education, sir, ma'am. It's do I believe El Shaddai? It denotes the God of more than enough. Someone say more than enough. See, enough is that which is required to meet our needs. But more than enough is having extra left over. Watch this. To meet the needs of others. <laughs> He's the God. See, it never, I, I'm, listen, you good. But I, watch, I would write this. Listen to this. The more is for you to bless others. The more is not for me just to hoard up or to garner up for myself. The more is for me to work that covenant that God said he would bless me in order to be a blessing. That's why every time you get more, I need to wear it before El Shaddai and say, I got plenty now. Who do I need to bless? <laughs> this is a prime example. Listen, the moment you set your heart on to do something, God, the, 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 the manifestation is already. So I'm, I'm hearing from God concerning my offering today. You know, when I get here, it's $200 on my desk. Okay? So, you know, I don't put all that in the offering. I had, I had 100 left and lost. Okay, but take that 100 so it don't pass the tea. She doesn't know it. Woman of God passed it. Yeah, so, so it don't pass. Okay. Which, you know. So, uh, one, I had already set in my heart to, and I get here this money. Watch this. Now, I don't know what's going to happen after. But watch this. And, 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 and I don't, I, I'm not in a position where I need him to move. Like today or by such and such time. Because there's already some left over. Because I'm going to show you in a minute. When you understand that this blessing is not just for you. But when you understand that, that it, as long as I'm blessing others, there will always be something that you can put your hands on. Are you here? Well, write this down. The revelation of El Shaddai brought with it. I need you to write this down. The pronouncement of fruitfulness and prosperity. It brought with it the pronouncement of fruitfulness and prosperity. So when you trust in El Shaddai, there's supposed to be fruit. <laughs> you are supposed to be prosperous. But again, the increase, the more than enough is in order for you to bless someone else. 
And, and see, here's the thing. Not just for the sake of saying, here, I'm bless you, but it is to bring recognition and glory to God. Will you declare this, Lord? L- l- listen now. Don't declare it if you're not going to be a doer of what he has purposed you to do. And this time, say it like, and even now, you, you, man, if you believe this word, it'll work for you. And, and, and I won't think that there's always some kind of propaganda or some manipulation going on. Trust God for yourself. And people, sometimes they, they get indignant and, and don't understand this and that, but, but they're not working this covenant the way God said to do it. You want the blessing working for you. And this is how you get the blessing to work for you. You believe God. In other words, you act in faith. Abraham believed God and it was credited to him for righteousness. Why? Because he believed God. He wasn't perfect, but he believed God. Let me show you something. I said you're recipients of this and I need to show you this. Galatians 3.29. Because some don't believe. Did you declare this? God or Lord, give me more. This time, say it like you mean it. Lord, I receive more. Galatians 3.29. Look at this. Look at this. And if you are Christ, then you are, then you are Abraham's seed and heirs according to the promise. An heir is someone who has a right or is entitled to an inheritance. You have a right to it, and your believing causes that thing to manifest or operate in your life. But you have to believe God. Are you here? Psalm 115, let's go there. The more has a purpose. God wants you to be blessed, or he blesses us for a specific purpose, and he is the God of more than enough. And, and let me ask you this, uh, and I say it all the time. Start believe- Here's what most people mess up. One, they want to honor God when they are in dire need. Being that they disregarded his voice the first 29 days of the month. But that last day when they need something done, now all of a sudden, I want to honor God. Okay, that's one instance where people believe God. And and, and you see, it doesn't work like that. Then the the next portion sometimes where they believe, if I get a little extra, you know, and I put in that overtime and they pay me time and a half or whatever they do it. Now... Lord, what should I give as an offer? What should I do because I got that little extra? But then I fall right back into the God wants you to trust him every single day as his source. Not just when I need something. Stop saying this. I need a blessing. See, when you realize I am blessed, you don't confess I need a blessing. I just move at the direction of voice of God and causes that, that, that blessing that's already on me, it causes that thing to work for me. I need a blessing. Aren't you blessed? <laughs> Think about it. Now, the reason why I'm going to hear because this was the original blessing given to Abraham, what we just read in Genesis 17. Verse 12, beginning to verse 12. The Lord has been what? Mindful of us. He will bless us. Circle that word bless. He will bless the house of Israel. He will bless the house of Abraham, which means the the priestly house, because he was the priest and they were uh, responsible for things behind the veil. Uh, he will also bless those who fear the Lord, both small and great. He will bless those who fear. Now here, the word fear, it never means, or when you see fear the Lord, it's not talking about being afraid of God. God is our Father. 
We call him Abba Father, Daddy God. And we should not be afraid of God. This is your father, just like your natural father that you have a relationship with. Are you afraid of your natural father? No. But it means to honor, to respect, to show reverence to. And how do we reverence God? By honoring his word. That's why you cannot honor God or respect God and disregard his word. Because he and his word are one. In the beginning was the word, and the word was with God, and the word was God. So if I, to, to honor God or to respect God is to do what he said. So when he, when he places something in my spirit, because I honor him, because I believe him, guess what I'm going to do? I'm going to do what he said. Notice verse 13. He will bless those who reverence him, both small and great. Again, the blessing of God is not only upon Israel and Aaron the priest, but it's also on those who honor him without exception. So when I honor him, again, that activates the blessing. Why? Because I believe. I would write that down. My believing or my faith activates the blessing. Look at verse 14. May the Lord, everyone reading, may the Lord, may the Lord give you increase more and more more you and your children the more is in order for you to be a blessing to someone else write this down next point my increase has a divine purpose will you say that my increase has a divine purpose number one it is to bring glory and recognition to god most high so the increase is to point the finger back at God. <laughs> he did it. <laughs> Matter of fact, if you start at verse 1 in chapter 12, the psalmist begins by, listen, this is not about taking glory for yourself. It's, it's, it's not about bowing down to idols. It's not about uh, uh, self or vain glory. It reads this way. Uh, verse 1, the Good News Translation. To you alone, O Lord, and not to us must glory be given because of your constant love and faithfulness. To you alone, Not to me. I know you were the one that sat in the class. I know you were the one that worked those hours. But the increase came from God. To you alone, O Lord, and not to us must glory be given of your constant faithfulness. So number one, my increase has a divine purpose. Number one is to do what? Bring glory and recognition to God most high. And let me say this. If I'm not giving God the glory and recognition, you're operating in vain glory. Yeah. You're saying, in essence, you're saying, I did this. This is because of my doing. In Luke 12, you can look at this when you get home. As a matter of fact, give me verses uh, 19 through 21. We see the parable of the rich fool. He's a good example of this. Who only stored up for himself. Was only concerned about himself. Had the wrong relationship with money. And the Lord calls him a fool. Let me see the amplified version. Let me show you something. So when, when, when I'm blessed and I'm only hoarding these things up for myself, I'm into vain glory. And I would say to my soul, so you have many good things stored up. Enough for many years. Rest and relax. Eat, drink, and be merry. Celebrate continually. This is what a lot of Christians do. They celebrate continually. They do everything. And nothing wrong with celebration, but when, I, when there's an improper understanding of why the increase is here, but God said to him, you fool. This very night your soul is required of you, and now who will own all these things you have prepared? So it is for the one who what? 
continues to store up and hoard possessions for himself and is not rich in relationship toward God. So the increase is not for me just to store up for me. And watch this. As long as you're blessing others, you will always have. Listen to that. Because the mindset, if I give, I won't have. No, 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 no. When I hold back more than what's right, that will lead to poverty. Proverbs 11 tells 24 and 25. <clears throat> so number one is to do what? I need you to say this back to me. My increase has a purpose. Number one is to do what? It is to do what? Bring glory and recognition to God most high. Number two, God blesses me in order that I may be a blessing to others. So the increase, number one, is to bring recognition, glory, and honor to God. Number two, the increase is for me to be able to bless others. He blesses me that I may be a blessing, what? To others. The more is for me to do more. <laughs> the more is for me to do more. Again, not just garner for myself. Now, we just seen the parable of the rich fool. In Matthew 19, we, we see Jesus, uh, the, the rich young ruler now, who was into his stuff. And, and he tried to be like most self-righteous Christians. Lord, I go to church every Sunday. I do this. I kept this. I kept that. And I kept all of this. And I kept all of that. And, and, and I do this. And I pray. And I do this. And I do that. And Jesus said, yeah, but there's one thing you lack. Because Jesus knew Notice throughout the scriptures, you see Jesus, he was discerning. He knew what was in people's heart. And he knew that this guy had an issue with his possessions. He wasn't telling him to sell all these things for the sake of selling. No, Jesus knew that he had an improper relationship with possessions. The Bible tells us that. So the rich young ruler, his unwillingness to share his possessions shows that he did not love his neighbor as himself. And when you read that passage, uh, you can study it when you get home, uh, Matthew 19, around verse 21. He went away sorrowful. The scripture says, for he had great possessions. Or in other words, as in the book, the universal law given by Pastor Rick, say Rick Sr., God gets all the glory. We talk about this. Great possessions had him. Notice he did not love his neighbor as himself. And you would be amazed at the amount of people who are blessed but they dare not want you to be blessed, so they hoard for themselves. That's an improper relationship with money. So number two, he blesses me in order to do what? Talk back to me. He blesses me in order to be a blessing to others. And number three, he blesses me for supernatural evangelism. What do you mean supernatural evangelism? And I got that from Bishop and I. Of course, study. To show yourself approved, just don't repeat something just for the sake of that. Don't, a, a good steward of the word will study for him or herself. Just not repeat what you heard someone else say. Yeah, it sounds right. Not, it, you probably are right, but I'm still going to study to search it out for myself. For supernatural evangelism. Matthew 5, 16. Let me show you something. Let your light so shine before men that they may do what? Guys, y'all talk to me. Let See, watch this. <laughs> I'm going to tell you something. When I'm lacking, it'll distract me. When, 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 when things aren't paid and, and, and I'm behind and whatever and I'm out here trying to floss and ball, man, you're really not even hearing me right now because there's such a distraction and so much, and so much anxiety that I can't even focus right now because that lack is causing a great distraction. But I have to come to the resolve, Father, today is a new day. 
from this day forward, I will begin to trust you as El Shaddai, the all-bountiful, sufficient God. Being that I'm going to start believing what you said. Let your light so shine before men that they may what? See, look, that they may see your good works. And what's going to happen? They're going to what? Glorify God your Father in heaven. That they may see your, that's why we do a lot of different things in the community. So that it, and all the recognition and glory goes to who? God. That's why every time God blesses you and increases you, you should put the attention on him. Because he's going to, the, I'm going to show you in a second, that word increase, it, to, he, he will increase you in number, size, and strength. That, that's every facet, not just spiritually, but financially, mentally, relationally. He's going to increase me. And with every increase, the attention and recognition goes to God. People can't see your works if you're not in position to do good works. How can you bless someone in, and I can't even bless myself? Works that he may see your good works, things that you are doing as a result of the blessing. When you bless them, it may be something as small as lunch in the marketplace. Girl, listen. I want to be a blessing to you. know what? The Lord placed in my heart. See, you're putting it back on him. Don't put it on you. I'm buying everybody lunch today. That's good. But give thank the Lord. Don't thank me. See? See the difference? And so often we put the attention on ourselves. No. Give it to God. Why? Because he blessed me to be. He the one that put me in this position. So why not give the glory and attention to him? So now your coworker who did not believe in God now is thinking about this God that you serve. Are you here? Let's go back to Psalm 15, verse 12, and let's just kind of study, look at some of these words more carefully. There's a reason why he wants you to bless. We've just seen three. Number one, to do what? Bring glory and recognition to his name. Number one, if you hear and you hear me, talk back to the preacher. Number one, what is he doing? He's trying to get this to stick. The power to define is the power to fulfill. If I can't define it, how can you walk in it or fulfill it? So number one, why does God bless me? Why is he saying this? Because the next time I get increased, notice when he blesses me, I got mine. Now with this surplus, Lord, who is it that I'm to bless? Why? Because you bless me to be a blessing. Verse 12, the Lord has been what? Mindful, write this down. It's the Hebrew word zakar. Zakar. Z A Z A K A R. And it means to mark as to be recognized, distinguished, and remembered. <laughs> so there's a mark on you, the blessed one. Oh boy. He said, now, assuming that it's activated. <laughs> That's why people recognize you when you are a blessing. Why? Because the Lord said, I will distinguish you, cause people to recognize you and remember you. Are you here? We were, we were somewhere some months ago, Edith, Pastor and I, and a couple came up and said, hey, Pastor Riggs didn't know the man from the man on the moon. You sowed the seed at my wife at family somewhere, family dollars somewhere, and it blessed us and we was in need and it caused you to be remembered. And that's happened on multiple occasions. Multiple. Are you here? But guess what? I give all the attention and glory to God. Say, God, God. 
wants to distinguish me. So there should be something different about you than everybody else around you. And guess what? Notice that's why I say you are the light of the world. You are, dis- you are the distinguished one. And when people are drawn to that light, we point the people who are drawn to the light back to the light of the world. Jesus, the real light. Are you with me? So he, he wants me to be recognized whereby I can put the attention back on him. You hear? So say this, God has a mark on me. Not only, is he, not only are you on his mind, but I want you to be distinguished. So you should stick out in the marketplace. Your business should stick out from everybody else that's in the same business, but they disregard God. Yours should be a standout. You should walk in a room and people should know she's different. I don't know what it is about her, but see, see, that's that mark. That's that blessing been recognized. <laughs> Verse 14, may the Lord give you increase. That word increase, it means to augment or to enlarge in size, number, and strength. God wants to enlarge me in size, number, and strength. Say this, God wants to increase me. Come on, say it like you mean it. God wants to increase me. And watch this. And that increase will produce expansion in every other area of your life. As he increases me in size, number, and strength, it's going to produce expansion in every other area of your life. We're talking about the God of more than enough. Listen, earlier I mentioned you may not make as much as so-and-so, but when you believe God, that changes everything else. Because when you honor God, with what he has put into your hands, that changes things. Now, it makes the playing field equal, if you will. She makes 150000 a year. You make 12000 but you are living better because yours is supernatural. Yours can't be explained. Yours cannot be denied. Yours is divine. That's the difference. And watch this. That's what brings attention to God. How are you doing that? God, I don't know. God did it. How did he do it? I don't know. I just know he did it. It's, not, it's none of my business who he used, how he's going to do it. My business is to believe him. He can use whomever he wills to. If this message has been a blessing to you and you would like to make a donation and support this ministry as we expand the kingdom of God, please visit ShekinahGloryFC.com or download our church app from iTunes App Store or Google Play by searching Shekinah Glory FC and click Give to make your donation.